Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. There was a long pause there. I'm Jill DeWitt, <laughs> and we are broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about why we've not missed the housing boom at all. Personally or all of us? All of us. Okay, good. This all comes from Jill and I have uh, children between the ages of, let's say, 26, 27, and uh, 18. And all of them and all of their friends have all, throughout their entire, yeah. uh, let's call it late teens, early 20s, have said, well, you guys, uh, good. thanks. You guys are the generation or two generations before us. And thanks for wrecking everything. Right. You guys got the it's, last homeowners, yep. you know, like, and I, to which I say, I said the same thing to my parents, to which my parents have said, that's what I said to my parents. Mm-hmm. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And if you, uh, oh, please don't forget to subscribe, I should say, on the Land Academy YouTube channel and comments on the shows you like. David wrote, could someone give me some insight? I'm closing on my first deal. It's a 9.37 acre parcel and in 20 days. There's not a ton of comps in the immediate area and I was originally thinking about trying to sell it for around thirty dollars to $40,000, but I've been doing a deep dive on research and looking at active listings and noticed two neighboring parcels at 1.4 and 1.3 acres sold at 10000 an acre, but it took four to six months. I'm very tempted to list it for $79,900, even 70% of 10000 an acre at 65000 and some change I would be thrilled with. I don't want to get crazy Sorry. and list. Oh, I don't want to get crazy and list too high. That was my fault. <laughs> and have to sit and or not sell. Am I getting too excited with the neighboring properties? I'm licensed. I'm probably going to list it myself. So if I can get the buyers and save some money. Uh, but I'm tempted to consider using a local realtor. The MLS might be different uh, than the local one. And I might assume a local realtor who's any good would have a better handle on the prices. Is that the end of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So you want to go first? Yeah. Congratulations. This is yeah. working for you. I'm really, really glad. I mean it. I'm glad you're going to get through this first deal. It's going to be a lot easier. You're going to look back on it um, and say, wow, I learned a lot and I can't wait for the second one, just like uh, your first marriage. So <laughs> why do you do that? <laughs> I do it to annoy you. Just like just poking me all day long. Does this happen to you? Poke, poke, poke. <laughs> it's just, it didn't bother you. If you just sailed right through it and didn't listen to anything I, I said, I'd never do it again. Yeah, because clearly you know how to get a rise out of me. <laughs> Here's a couple, a couple technical things, and, and a lot of people in our group in Discord commented uh, the same way. Price per acre, um, when on small properties, like we take a one acre property and it's priced at $10,000, so it sells for 10000 and apply that to even an adjoining property that's 10 acres or 40 acres, you can't use that that same number. The that higher the acreage, one. yeah, the higher the acreage number, like from, if it's 40 acres versus one acre, the price per acre is going to be lower. Mm -hmm. It's called the bottle case theory. You know, when you buy a single bottle of uh, Coca-Cola and then look at the case price, it's always cheaper to buy it by the case. It's just, it's just a pure economics thing. That's why people who subdivide property for a living make hordes and hordes of money. If you take a 40 acre property and uh, buy it for four grand and theoretically divide it into 40 properties and sell it for $1,000 each, now you sold, you sold. Buy it for four, sold it for 40. 
Right. <laughs> I'm grossly oversimplifying it, and Joe's mm -hmm. right. I mean, uh, you can make billions of dollars literally subdividing property because of this reason. So right. that's number one. Number two, I'm an accountant or a former accountant. Recovering and I, accountant. And I don't do my taxes. So great, you're a real estate agent. Um, but chances are you're not, if you, if you go talk to a whitetail person or somebody's done 40, 50, a hundred, maybe got 20 years of experience by selling land in the area, there's no chance in my opinion that you're going to do as well as this person. That person knows way more stuff than you'll ever know about that local area. So please don't list your own property to save some money. He's also driving people around right now today and might have people on, you know, on speed on his phone. Or who on would love horses. It. They're on horses yeah. having fun. So do I think you should list it for this huge amount of money and uh, uh, versus just kind of doing it wholesale in the Land Academy way? I think you should find a great broker, land broker mm -hmm. in the area and ask that person. You know, I'm doing this exact thing right now, like literally waiting for a guy to call me back. His first name happens to be Hunter. He, I found him online because he had some great postings. He actually did drone shots and stuff too. And I'm like, for a piece of land in this area that is, is in the same state that I'm in, but and we know the area, but he knows it better, you mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. And and I so check this out. So I go looking for him. I Google him. He pops right up. I have his Facebook. He's got a cowboy hat on, and I called him and he answered the phone right yeah. away. And I'm like, okay, you're my. And I even so, say, I didn't even have to say it. I know it who said, this guy is. Do you know him? Yeah. Oh, he's I've young. Spoken and with he's him a couple really of times. nice. And I he's like. He's like, I said, hey, this is what I've got. He goes, I'm your guy. I'm like, I didn't even have to say it. And I said, don't ever take that cowboy hat off. You know, <laughs> and he was, as I called him too, he's like, I'm actually literally right now putting a sign in the ground on some stand, on a piece mm -hmm. of dirt. I'm like, okay, we're going to talk. You know, those minor split properties in that area that you're talking about mm -hmm. that we use as examples for our deals. Mm -hmm. He's the listing agent. I love that guy. Yeah. He's, oh, I did. Okay. You, that you want to use? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I've I mean, he's, he's a, there's he's, a slimy he's factor He's going to call me today. But. But you'll, you, you know what I mean? You're a better judge of that than I am. Well, let me tell you. He's I've got gone, a real estate license, license. I think he's slimy. That's well, it. I overreact, overreact on Let me this. go back. I've gone through a couple people and he's the best I could find. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> well, and he's moving property. That's what I care about. He knows that market. He does. You know, just be, don't. He put himself in there. Just don't uh, underprice it too much because he will, regardless of how hot, this is what I love about him. Oh. Grossly overprice it because he will sell it. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah. Good meeting, Jill. Thanks. <laughs> Today's topic, why we haven't missed uh, the housing boom yet. This is the meat of the show. Three things. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that it's funny because talking with the, one of the agents that I passed on was the one that we had this whole conversation on when I was trying to find someone that would answer the phone. Remember we were trying to buy that vineyard up there? Yeah. He was a listing agent on that. That's really? how I know him, yeah. Wow. I'm sorry, go ahead. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what it takes? That's what it takes. It takes these people uh, being serious about their job and just going for it. Yeah. And he's got the energy and he's going for it. Once upon a time, I had the energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I went for it. And then after I got you, I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're not the first person I've just sucked all the air out of. Trust There's me. That. Oh, so it's not my fault. It was you. Yeah, of course it's me. What's the common factor here? Uh, okay. Oh, I feel so much better now. Why do I not have any energy? Oh, let's think.
Maybe it's who I hang out with. <laughs> of course it is. So we tell the kids, don't get in a bad crowd. Yeah, it's true. I did. Don't do what I did. <laughs> That's a whole show. There we go. Sorry, sorry. What were you saying? Anyway, back to the topic, which is you didn't miss the housing. Yeah. You did not miss the housing boom. Please tell us why. There's three reasons. Number one. The population growth, uh, very specifically meaning the number of people that are turning 30 uh, each year, each of the next three to four years, three and a half years, every month, or every year is staggering. Uh, I can't remember the exact number, but it's in the millions. I think it's 1.3 million a year uh, people are turning 30, which and the magic number to 30 is, for whatever reason, that's the number one. People usually buy their first house. And so we have all these new homers flooding uh, the market. Number two. That's true. That was right on time with me. Go ahead. Number two, uh, the homeowners, uh, home builders like Shea Homes, the publicly traded ones, a massive, like Toll Brothers, really large ones, even the regional ones, got so burned by overbuilding in the two, in around 2007 to 2011 and 12 that they reeled themselves in and their shareholders reeled themselves in to underbuild because we all knew that there was gonna, this was going to happen from a uh, demand standpoint because there, there's aging in place. 2010, 2011, and 12, uh, the kids that are turning 30 were 20, or the kids that are turning 25 or 15. So we could see this demographic demographic shift. That's really number one. Number two is COVID. Everybody's working at home. And so mm -hmm. they want a bigger house, and they're also working on the internet, so they don't have to live in in, uh, in an urban area anymore. So the rural sprawl is happening. Yeah. And then finally, number three, interest rates. We haven't talked about this. Uh, are the lowest in history. So we have a lot of historical things happening. The, the regular mortgage is below 3% now. I love it. So that's when we bought this house, it wasn't even like that. I love it. So we have these, it's kind of like this, it, This uh, no one's ever gotten sent home and able to thrive you know, financially and work at home. That's like never happened in the, the history of the carpet. world, number one. Number two, we've never had, the world has never had a generation growth like this population growth. And these kids are smarter. They make more money. They're more educated. It's all got the energy. Good. And then finally, number uh, not jaded by a marriage. <laughs> well, they're probably on their first marriage. Oh, so there fine. we go. It's still, they're still in the newlywed phase. <laughs> That'll change. Kids haven't destroyed their lives yet. There we go. <laughs> and then number three, historically, when I was a kid, interest rate, you get a mortgage for around 9%. If you could get a mortgage below 10%, I remember my parents being real happy about oh, that. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, mortgages rates hit are below 3%. Another historical, never happened in, ever. And then uh, fourth, and this is just my personal addition, I'm no, nowhere stretched near an economist. Um, the regulations that came out of the bad loans, the, the subprime mortgages and the, the predatory lending from uh, 2007 to 2011 or 12, got rectified and solved uh, with government intervention. Most of the time, I'm a big fan of government stay the hell out of my life. But in that case, I really think it worked out pretty well. It, they reeled these lenders back in, capped their compensation and made them behave. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's creating longevity. I agree. So, you know, did you miss it? No. But here's the thing. I'll speak to investors and I'll speak to the this new buying generation. This new buying generation needs to, needs to stop the damn whining. This, I mean it. And it's not millennial specific. 
It's not millennial specific. I said about it, like, said oh, it earlier. I can't, oh, I, I can't afford anything. Yeah. I, I can't live. There's no such more affordable housing. I, I, I don't, I want to live in downtown uh, Seattle, but I can't afford it. Yeah, you can't afford it. You're right. You can't afford to live there. So go live where you can afford, like we did, mm-hmm. like our parents did. Make a ton of money, raise a couple of kids as well as you can, and go buy your dream house. You just can't afford it right now. So it's, it's to stop the whining. For all investors, buy it. Buy it up, man. We just saw this Zillow thing implode on itself. They went and bought thousands and thousands of houses, $1.3 billion of houses in the best real estate market in the history of ever. And they screwed it all up. Why? Because they're tech people. They're not real estate people. We're real estate people. We know what's, what we're doing. Buy away. I have two things to add. One is um, wait a second, let me write this down. And the B is this article I read today. You're not going to believe what's coming. So uh, I just had this discussion, again, with this real estate agent. Um, for those of you who know what I'm talking about, um, I don't think she ranks that high in the prettiness scale like I <laughs> in Discord. <laughs> so I'm not sure how well she does. So it was really funny. There was a funny thing in Discord that I put in the, um, I can't remember, oh, the rant, in the rant section because it was cracking me up. Um, that is apparently there's a direct correlation to selling a home and how attractive your agent is. They did say it will sell, probably better amount, but higher days on market. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So there's hotness to days on market <laughs> there correlation. Is, there's actually I copy, I screenshot this because I'm like I'm my my jaw hit my desk and I so I did a screenshot and put that in there because I'm like this is hilarious. So anyway, um, someone said someone comment in discord said that's it i'm firing my partner and i'm looking for that trophy <laughs> <laughs> trophy partner yeah, yeah i saw that totally that's so good but anyway this agent who had also moved here from la she was falsely saying that she was you know some of the things some of the conversations that she said i agree with and some i don't she's like she was falling into the oh i can't afford to get back in there i'm like yeah you can people leave areas people think that yo i can't if you're not raising this market you're not in that market. You don't just, you don't, you have to start somewhere. You just get in there and you start making enough money to make it happen. It's so, a personality flaw yeah. and nothing else. I'm like, you she's know, like, turn oh, I could never go back. I'm like, sure you can. No, Where do you yeah. want to live? Turn the news off. Turn yeah. all that stuff off. Stop reading all this negative stuff. Yeah. Here's my other point, And I'll leave it on this for me. There's an article I was reading about just today um, in LA. <sighs> I don't know if it's LA City or LA County. But this is a regulation thing I don't agree with. But they're actually considering to vote on Friday tomorrow, a preliminary vote, to go down the path to try to um, keep Zillow and these iBuyers from buying properties in Los Angeles because they are beating the general public to them. I mean, that doesn't, there's no, not one word of that surprises me at all. You know, I'm like, what? Those large municipalities like that believe that they're saving everybody yep. from themselves. Yep. And so, and they believe that more rules are better. Yep. Uh, never, never mind. They're all just idiot politicians that have never, don't have any real life experience. And they're just, uh, they're altruistic. Yeah. They're going to save everybody. I was like, are you kidding me? Here's how you save somebody, by the way. You give, tell them a couple of sentences like this. You're on your own. Good luck. There's, here's a ton of resources. If you need any help. Let me know. Otherwise, you're responsible for your own stuff. Sure. Go get a good job. Yep. Get a good education. Yep. Get a good job. Whatever you want to do. And isn't yeah. it great that we can do that? 
Because unlike oh. any other country in the world, we don't have a choice like that. <laughs> Wasn't that long ago, there was a red sickle uh, and missiles pointed at us. And in that country, you had no choice. You'd sweep the streets. That's the only job you're ever going to have. So everybody complains about a lot of stuff in this country, but we have choices. We have a great, it's great here. You're right. If you need access to any sort of ownership or property details, including owner phone numbers and FEMA flood map overlays, please check out parcelfact.com or neighborscoop.com, created by investors, that's us, for investors like you. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy and House Academy and whatever Academy show. If that rant wasn't enough. Exactly. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy show. Well, it's Jack Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk about fishing for land. Mm-hmm. You are not alone in your real estate ambitions. we got a lot to say. We talked a lot this morning and we still have a lot to say. What's wrong with us? Yeah, what is wrong with us? I don't know. Thank you for tuning in. By the way, <laughs> I'm going to cut it right now. It sounds like you're disappointed. I, 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 Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, every other Thursday, we are on Clubhouse. Join us. There's going to be a new time coming. So here's what I want you to do. Just go find us in the Land Investing Club. And then also make sure you follow me, follow us, and you will get notified when we are there and we go live and we're on stage and chatting because it's good stuff. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. 